morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. What's going on, 1.37 p.m.? Thank you for listening to the 7.31 a.m. podcast. It is an absolute pleasure to be hosting today. My name is Bo Templin. With me is the incredible JL Rucker. JL, how did the week wrap up for you? Oh, Bo, it wrapped up pretty good. Um, I think by the time uh, the audience is listening to this, these articles will probably be on the site. So I got to interview WNBA player or Los Angeles Sparks player Brittany Sykes. So that's up. And then I also got to interview Coco Goff. Whoa! Uh, Coco's coach is Patrick Mortagalu. And he's a huge fan of Gary's. Ooh. He lo- loves Gary. And I've gotten to, I've interviewed him, the coach. And he's also coaches Serena as well. So he's like, he's like one of the more well-known tennis coaches in the world. But that is a killer get. Nice work, dude. Thank you, Bo. How was your week, though? Uh, not too bad. I did uh, three MLB stadiums in three days. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I went to the Dodger game, the Padre game, and then the Angel game at all three stadiums. And I'll just do a little recap of kind of like how my three days went. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see that too. Um, the, you were out there working, Bo. Uh-huh. Oh, we're on the move. Moving and grooving, JL. Working, working, working day and night. That's what Michael Jackson said. <laughs> well, as, as you said, you know, we haven't really taken a day off in too long. You know, it's been a minute since 137 was sleeping. It has. We've been going since March Madness, but it, it'll be worth it. I love that. Well, JL... As we do with a lot of shows, you know, we start with a little something, a little fun fact, maybe a birthday here or there. And on this day in 2004, Ray Charles passed away. And this is a fun little story about Ray Charles here. The movie Ray, you know, starred by Jamie Foxx. Jamie won the Oscar for it. The movie was released just a few months after Ray Charles' death. So Ray Charles passed away on June 10th of 2004. Well, the movie came out later in October of that year, and he was intending on going to the premiere. But there are some clips of Ray Charles teaching Jamie Foxx how to play the piano like Ray Charles. And Ray is asking Jamie, like, no, 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 you got like, you got to be better. Like, he is on his ass about it. Like, no, how are you not getting it down? And, and Jamie's holding his own, doing his thing. And, and it's a pretty admirable little clip that they both really wanted the movie to succeed. Definitely something that's, that's pretty exciting to look back on when you think about the movie Ray. Jail today at 10 30 10 30 a.m eastern time obi-wan kenobi we are deep into the show episode four was this week and connor sharon elizabeth pagano will be going live discord stages to talk about this week's new episode should be lots of fun i think i'm going to be tuning in and listening to what they got to say over in gaming jl what's the word from elton on some gaming stories for us We learned a couple of days ago more information about the Summer Game Fest 2022. Um, Along with that, there was some upcoming Last of Us content that was also premiered at the Game Fest yesterday. So here's how it went. First of all, they announced and released a trailer for a remastered version of the original game coming out for PS5 and PC. The remaster releases September 2nd, almost a decade after the original PS3 release. Naughty Dog and Sony also released some concept art for the upcoming Last of Us 
multiplayer game with more info to come in 2023. Gosh, that feels like such a long time, but it's coming in 2023, guys. We also got a first look at the two leads of the forthcoming HBO show, which is the first time we've seen the faces of Pedro Pascal's Joel and Bella Ramsey's Ellie. Co-president of Naughty Dog, Nail Druckmann, directed the episode that the snippet is from and promised that the show will be the most faithful video game adaptation we have seen to date. Bo, what else is going on in gaming? Well, we got more news from the Summer Game Fest showcase. I don't know a whole lot about gaming, but this is certainly something that grabbed my attention. Marvel and DC fans got some really fun trailers to get equally excited about when it comes to the Summer Game Fest showcase. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, which is a tactical strategy RPG slated to drop on October 7th. We got a new cinematic trailer that showed off some more familiar faces. Spider-Man, Venom, Sabretooth, Scarlet Witch, the Hulk are going to be joining the rest of the game's playable roster. And believe it or not, Blade is also going to be in it too. Me and Ellen are super stoked on that. And then on the DC side of things, we got treated to a cinematic trailer for the brand new Bat Family themed game, Gotham Knights. Uh, Nightwing looked badass in this thing. He looked damn awesome in the trailer. He's just flipping around and beating up bad guys in Gotham because that's what he does. Batgirl, Robin, Red Hood are also going to be joining in on the Vigilante Fun. Very exciting stuff. JL, Hip Hop, Something in the Water, Artist, Lineup Revealed. Talk to me. What's what's the breakdown? So Pharrell has his 2022 edition of the Something in the Water Festival. Again, it's been a while since we have seen this. And Pharrell himself is going to bring out clips, which is somebody that he's produced. SZA, Nori, another Pharrell production. Q-Tip. It's been a while since we've heard from Q-Tip, but all of them are joining the stage during his set. But also 21 Savage, Anderson Pack. And the Free Nationals, as well as Black Party, have been added as additional performers. But that is not all. Tyler, the creator, Pusha T, Usher, Ashanti, Ja Rule, Denzel Curry, Lil Baby, Roddy Rich, and so many more are going to be a part of this festival. It's going to be in D.C. and uh, it's going down June 17th through the 19th. So that is next weekend, guys. Um, it's pretty, pretty cool. Um, we're getting these announcements kind of late. I wish I'd gotten tickets because Bo sounds like it's going to be a mix of like the early 2000s with the new school. It's, it's going to be cool. I believe Tierra Whack who's a friend of 1.37 p.m. I think she's in the festival as well. Yep, she's listed, Tierra Whack. She's in it. Yeah, and that caught my attention. She's a family member of 1.37 p.m. Shows a lot of love. We show a lot of love to her. So that's that's pretty cool to see a, a name like that get mentioned. No doubt about it. She is a phenomenal performer, and she raps live. She does everything live, along with choreography, that's too. She's phenomenal. That's so cool. That's so, I love that lineup. That's loaded. What do we have in the world of um, entertainment? Well, we were just speaking about the MCU, Bo, so I guess go on ahead and, and let me know what else I got to catch up on then. <laughs> entertainment. Jail, we got another movie announced for the MCU. And I don't know if you remember, there was a movie called Suicide Squad like five years ago. Mm -hmm. They made a new one about a year ago. Well, that was DC. This is the MCU's version of the Suicide Squad. So it's like these, it's a group of kind of good guys, kind of bad guys, but now they have to fight for good. This, there's, they have a reason to fight for good. Sometimes it's they're held against their will to do it. And Deadline first reported on Thursday that Marvel Studios have begun development of a Thunderbolts movie for the MCU. In the comics, the Thunderbolts are this team of supervillains and antiheroes, and they're forced to work together. Um, the movie's going to be written by Eric Pearson, who wrote Black Widow. He, uh, the movie will be directed by Jake Schreer, 
who also helmed the movies Robot and Frank and Paper Towns. And then he's done a lot of like music video work as well for Kanye West, Selena Gomez, Chance the Rapper, a lot more. And there are quite a few names that we think could be in this movie, like Florence Pugh plays a character named Yelena, who's very much a possibility to be in this movie. I think Wyatt Russell's John Walker has a good chance to be in this movie. Maybe an abomination could be in this movie. Uh, Shang-Chi's sister, I think, has a decent chance of showing up. And there's there's some pretty interesting names in this thing. I think Sharon Carter is the power broker. This is, this is an exciting direction, I think, for the MCU. JL, we can wrap things up over in sports where we have a special edition as we are bringing on a guest to the show, Ben the Bane Davis, to talk about UFC 275. Let's get into it. Sports. What's going on, 137 p.m.? Uh, fun addition here for the 731 AM podcast as UFC 275 is going down manana noche. Tomorrow night, uh, it should be it should be a doozy. I mean, the UFC uh, has a manana noche should be a bueno noche. It's I mean, it's a fire card packed from top to bottom as usual. And for our 731 AM listeners, that voice that you are hearing is the fighting pride of Arizona State University. <laughs> Contributor to Verdict MMA's TikTok, MMA Twitter All-Star, and uh, the Ray Luongo of Rumble Boxing, the one, the only, Mr. Ben the Bane Davis. How we doing, Bane? The, the, weakest, the weakest list of accomplishments. Oh, I, I disagree. <laughs> he has TikTok. He's a boxing instructor. <laughs> I disagree. I thought that oh, was a man. pretty good little resume I just read off here. <laughs> How we doing, brother? Oh, it's great to be here huge fan of you Bo. is it short for bosif is that what it's, it is full it's, name it's robert it's robert so honestly what's what's kind of in recent years i've kind of attributed a lot of the the bobby knuckles robert whitaker nickname so a lot you know right. when i was in college a lot of the the guys would be like oh bobby knuckles you know when i would get in my my mma or box and then it just it just kept getting shorter and shorter and now it's Bo. are you gonna go by b or o at any point you're just gonna cut it down to one letter you know if that's what the people want if they want it to be b or they want it to be oh <laughs> i will take anything i know shall sell my soul to the devil for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Bane, we got UFC 275 uh, tomorrow night. This should be a doozy here. We've got three big fights. I got one more fighter that I did want to ask you about. We, we got to keep it quick. So let's start here. Glover to share the champ, Yuri Prohaska, the challenger. Glover's plus 170 on DraftKings. This is the uh, the old man, right? The, the old man who captured gold at the twilight of his career. Is there one thing you're looking at that really excites you about this fight? I'll tell you what, the two intangibles on both sides for me is the striking and grappling. That's as clear as this can get in the main event. Yuri Prohaska has the power advantage. I think he's definitely got the speed advantage. Creativity abound for the minus 200 challenger. But sitting champion Glover Teixeira, if this hits the mat, it is going to be curtains uh, for the Czech Republic native. Teixeira has a, a very underrated ground game, wrestling specifically, which is a big thing because we've seen Yuri kind of engage in grappling positions and he, he's looked uncomfortable. So that's why I think uh, this is going to be a classic Glover Taishira. Taishira gets stunned, rocked, wobbled, maybe dropped. And then if Yuri follows him to the mat, there'll be a reversal and Glover will find that submission. I don't see this one um, extending past 10 minutes for either winner, but I am going to go with the setting champion, old man Glover. One, one thing I like to do is 
you know, because it's hard to tell people what to do with their money, right? Right. You don't want to tell people like, oh, you don't want that. You don't want the backlash of, oh, both said that you should bet, you know, under two and a half. Of yeah, course, of course. My one piece of advice, though, when I tell people that like, oh, want insight on gambling or anything, pick something specific, right? Yuri's a minus 200 favorite and taking him money line to me doesn't seem not all not. that wise, especially against a guy who could be a potential like matchup nightmare. I will say this, though. Last 10 fights for Yuri Prosko, all by finish. He has finished all of his last 10 fights. So if you were going to go with Yuri, if you're going to go with the wild boy, the guy who can knock you out at any time, why would you not take him by finish? You know what I mean? If you're going to take the guy, you you better be taking him by finish. I want to move on into the co-main event here. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko with the bullet. The, the Russian spy, the woman who can fly a plane, can shoot a gun, can speak multiple languages. And if you're locked inside of a cage with her, History shows that you're going to have a pretty bad time. Uh, Tala Santos, though, wants to step in. She's a plus 450 underdog. Sell me on why Santos has a shot in this thing. Now, here's the only way that I can really back Santos in this one is outside of this fight itself. Remember Amanda Nunez and Juliana Pena not too long ago? Pena closed massive underdog and then surprised everybody. Juliana Pena in her past couple wins leading up to that title shot wasn't entirely convincing. She lost uh, by submission to Jermaine Durandamy. And whenever you lose to the Iron Lady, who's right, a kickboxer by trade, you're losing by sub. I just didn't have any faith. But then she surprised everybody. So I'm not saying that lightning strikes twice, but Talia Santos, number four contender in that division, um, at plus 450, might be worth a little bit of a stab. But Shevchenko inside the distance, likely the better value in that co-main event. The, the reason we watch is because we don't know what's going to happen, right? Like we, we always see these champions who maybe hold the belt for a really long time. And then they say, oh, well, can they be beat? Well, if we don't know, that's... You know, that's why right. we watch is, is to figure out is whether or not Valentina <laughs> is beatable or not. And then uh, third fight, we got we got to discuss it real, real quick because it was fight of the year just two years ago. Uh, Whaley versus Ioana Young Jacek. I think Ioana got as close, in my opinion, as she was ever going to get to beating a like top two fighter in a division at this point in her career. And that's not a knock. That's that's the reality of like fighting. Um, I. I, I find it hard to believe that she puts on the same performance that she did last time, but tell me why I'm wrong. Well, I, I honestly agree with you. I don't want to tell you you're wrong <laughs> because the reality of the situation is when you are out and you're not fighting inside the octagon for an extended period of time and then you come back, historically, you don't have more success. And Zhang Wei Li has been more active and she's added a lot more wrinkles to her game. We see grappling advancements in the last two years that Yoania and Jacek simply hasn't shown because she hasn't shown anything. So for anybody watching, if you do want to lay some pound anywhere, I'd go with Zhang Wei Li because it's just more proven that she has upgraded and, um, you know, her hair looks fantastic. The hairstyles are always amazing with Zhang Wei Li. Zhang Wei Li, uh, you're talking about the developments in the grappling game. She showed that off uh, a bit at Madison Square Garden when she took on uh, Rose Namajunas for fight number two. Because she, she scores a pretty powerful takedown, I believe, in the first round. Rose was able to minimalize the damage a, a good chunk because her ground game's so good. But Wei Li showed improvements across the board as, as she progresses on in her career. Pretty exciting stuff. Ben the Bane Davis. This was fantastic. It was fast. It was quick, but this was perfect, man. Thank you for joining the 731 AM podcast. 
Thank you, Bo. Talk to y'all soon. Peace, brother. Thanks, Bo. That was a great interview. And I believe that was our first guest to ever be on the 731 podcast. So thanks for that. And that's going to wrap up today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, make sure you head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. Also, be sure to hop into our Discord so you can chat with us in our community. We'll be back with you guys on Monday. And as always, remember to stay curious. Thank you.